Well, I've been uh, thinking about Easter for a long time. And uh, like I said earlier, this is not how I planned to, to do my Easter sermon. But yet here we are. Um, anyway, I've been thinking about Easter a lot. And I've been thinking about the Easter story. And um, I've been thinking a lot about worry. I've been thinking a lot about uh, how we worry about things and how we uh, kind of look at uh, the future and have we see problems and we see situations and we begin to worry about stuff. And I think, I don't know about you, but for me, when I worry, I try to find solutions to my problems. The, the funny thing is, I think it's funny, my wife and I are very different when it comes to finding solutions to our problems. So here's how my wife does it. And I don't know how she survives. And I know many of you are the same way, but here's how my wife does it. If she has a problem, she sits down, she comes up with a solution, and then she goes and tries it out. And nine times out of 10, that one solution works. But if it doesn't, she goes back to the drawing board and comes up with a second solution and so on and so forth. I, like I said, I don't know how any of you survive, any of you who do that, because I am the exact opposite. When I have a problem, I sit down and I come up with like four or five different solutions. And, and that way when I'm trying, if something fails, I can go right to the next one. I, I, I've just, I've always been that way. And so we're very different. And the reality is uh, sometimes it gets me in trouble. So let me give you an example. About a month ago, we were gonna put, uh, we bought a whole bunch of sod to lay down in our backyard. There's a part that was really muddy and we wanted to grow some grass so our dog would stop uh, playing in it. And so I went to the store and I came back with a whole bunch of sod and my wife came out and she was going to help me. And she said, so what's the plan? So I thought about it for a second. I said, well, we can either lay the sod horizontally uh, or we can lay it vertically. We can start by the window. We can start by the patio area or the, the previous owners had set these four blocks of concrete, uh, like just blocks in the middle of the yard. And we took those out. I was like, we can start there to make sure that gets covered. Okay, and so like I turned around and I started grabbing sod and Susie just kept staring at me. And I was like, what's wrong? It's like, so what's the plan? See, in my mind, I had four or five different solutions and we would just try all of them uh, until one of them worked. And in Susie's mind, it was like, what are we doing? The, the reality is there is no right or wrong way to come up with solutions to our problems, but we all have problems. We all look ahead and we have things that we worry about and, and, and things that we're stressing out about. And, and our um, natural instinct is to try to come up with a solution or multiple solutions to fix that problem. Well, this Easter morning, I'm reminded of this scripture uh, from the Gospel of Mark. Take a listen to this. This reading is from Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 5. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so they could go and anoint him. Very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they went to the tomb at sunrise. They were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone from the entrance to the tomb for us? Looking up, they observed that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a long white robe sitting on the right side. They were amazed and alarmed. So in the Gospel of Mark, uh, this is how the resurrection happens, right? We go from uh, Jesus being buried to the next chapter, chapter 16 that Sean just read, uh, being the, the resurrection. And we're told that Mary, Mary Magdalene, uh, Mary the mother of James, and Salome, they're all headed to the tomb to... Um, uh, to be able to anoint the body. And this was a, a, a common practice in early, uh, uh, in, in this time frame. And uh, as they're going, they begin to wonder, they begin to worry, who's gonna roll the stone away? 
As they're headed to the tomb, they know that this big stone has been rolled over the entrance and their, their worry is, who is going to roll that stone away? I wonder how many of you are asking a very similar question this morning. Who is going to roll that stone away? What's going to happen when we get there and we can't move that stone? How, how is that going to work? What's going to happen if I lose my job? If I stop getting a paycheck? What's going to happen if I get sick or my parents get sick? We all journey through life with these questions looking at the future, wondering what's going to happen. We, like the women who are headed to the tomb, have all these what-ifs. What if this happens? What if that happens? How am I going to solve it? Through this season of social distancing, I have been worried about a lot of things. Some of them I've already mentioned to you. Right? What, if, what if my paycheck or my wife's paycheck uh, stops coming in? What if my parents get sick? They live in Texas. I, I can't drive over there and visit them right now. You know, I've been wondering uh, what, what happens if Mid-City Church never regains its momentum we had. What if by the time we get out of this, we no longer have a physical location to meet at? I have so many what-if questions and worries and fears. I can relate to these women so much who are headed to the tomb and they're, fear, they're filled with fear and worry. There's something beautiful about this text, though. And there's something beautiful about Easter and the resurrection. You see, the scripture tells us this, and this is verse 4. It says, When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. I think there is such good news on this Easter morning for us in this one simple verse. Let me explain. First of all, uh, the scripture says uh, this, this part. Uh, the stone was very large. This stone was very large. See, the first thing I think that this scripture does is that it acknowledges the fact, it, it acknowledges the fact that um, uh, this stone was indeed large, that this stone was indeed going to be very heavy, which meant it probably wouldn't be able, they probably wouldn't be able to move it. See, I think the first thing that this scripture does is that it justifies the fact that our fears are legitimate, our worries are legitimate. When these women were headed to the tomb, they feared that they might not be able to move the stone because indeed, this stone is very large, very heavy. See, I think what's important to remember in this story is that until you understand their context, you don't understand their worries and their fears. Until you understand the fact that that stone is indeed very large, you don't relate to their fears, right? Why would they be scared of moving a rock, right? Just roll it away. Push it over. There's three of you. No, the stone is very large. Their, their fears, their worries are justified. When we understand each other's context, we understand each other's worries and each other's fears. And so this morning, I want you to hear this. God understands your context which means God understands your fears and your worries, which means God knows that your fears are very legitimate. God knows that whatever you're worried about, that, that you have a very good reason to be worried about them. God understands that. And so find assurance in that. But here's the second thing that that one verse does for us. It says, when they looked up, they saw that this very heavy stone had already been moved. When they looked up. 
I think this verse reminds us this Easter morning that we have to look up. See, here's what the women were doing. They were headed to the tomb and they were probably not even looking at the tomb. They were just worried, right? Uh, Wondering, how am I going to do this? And how am I going to do that? And what about this? And what about that? And the whole time, all they're being told to do is look up. Look up and see that the stone has already been moved. You see, here's the thing about our problems and our fears and our worries. God is calling us to look up. No matter how justified we are in our fears and our worries, God is calling us to look up because when we look up, we realize that God is bigger than every single fear and worry that we have. When we look up, we realize that God has already taken care of all those problems and all those issues and all those worries. When we look up, we realize that God is indeed bigger than the problems that we are facing, than the worries in our hearts. God is calling us to look up. You see, the whole time these women were headed to the tomb, they were worried, right? How am I going to, uh, how are we going to move this stone? And the beautiful thing is all they had to do was look up and see that God had already moved it. Beloved, whatever worries and fears you have right now, know that God has already taken care of it because God is bigger than all of that. And I think there's a third thing that comes out of this text. I shared with you earlier my fears, my worries, especially in this season. And I know that I'm justified because God understands my context, understands where I'm coming from and and sees those fears and says, Fernie, I get it. You're afraid. You're worried. I get it, Fernie. And as I look up, right, I'm reminded that God is bigger than all those things. But but I think there's also a, a second beautiful part to looking up. You see, I think when we realize that God is bigger than all of our struggles and all of our fears and all of our worries, when we realize that, we begin to enjoy the journey in a very different way. See, I think these women, uh, when they were headed to the tomb, they, they may have missed out on a beautiful sunrise that morning. Maybe they missed out on the birds chirping. Maybe they missed out on some flowers that were blooming. I wonder what these women missed out on as they were so focused on their fear heading to the tomb. You see, when we look up and we find that God is indeed bigger, we begin to enjoy the journey in a whole different way. I shared with you my fears and my worries, but let me tell you what I've missed out on. I told you we laid sod down uh, last month, and my wife and our dog Zoe have been uh, spending a lot of time outside. Uh, Susie has been watering the grass while Zoe plays in the water. She loves it when the water is being sprayed out of the hose. I've missed out on evenings out in the yard because I'm so busy working, because I'm so busy worried. I have uh, been working through home-cooked meals at dinner time. I've been eating lunch from my desk. I have been so focused on my worries and my fears that I have missed out on so much. Beloved, the good news about Easter is that God not only reminds us today that, that, that God is bigger than everything, right? God defeated death by, by, by uh, raising from the dead. That, that is the good news of Easter. But, but God not only reminds us that he is bigger than sin and death, bigger than our problems and bigger than our fears, God looks at us and says, I want you to enjoy the journey because I am bigger than everything you're facing. See, the good news about Easter, 
the good news about this morning, the good news about this story is that whatever you're worried about, keep your trust in God. And when we do, we can begin to enjoy this journey called life. Maybe in this season of social distancing, while you have all these fears and worries, be reminded that God is bigger. But also be reminded to enjoy your time with family, your time uh, at home. Maybe you're picking up some new hobbies or new activities. Whatever it is you are doing in this season of social distancing, in the midst of all your fears and worries, remember that God is bigger and remember to enjoy this journey called life. That is what Easter morning has brought us today. The assurance that God is bigger and the assurance that we too can enjoy this journey. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks this Easter morning. God, we give you thanks that you rose from the dead, that you defeated sin and death. God, remind us, give us your full assurance today that uh, no matter what we worry about, what we fear, God, that you are bigger than those things, that you have already conquered those things. And, and because of that, we get to enjoy life. God, don't uh, help us not allow fear and worry to rob us of life. Because, God, you've already conquered all of that. So, God, fill us with your assurance. Fill us with your love. And we give you thanks. We pray this in your most precious and most glorious name. And all God's people said, Amen.